The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There was once a boy named Shimon who was a cheder student in pre-war Poland. Each day the Rebbe would teach the boys the sacred texts. One day they had some big news. The great Rav Meir Shapiro of Lublin would be coming that week to test the boys. Shimon was so excited to meet this great Torah personality. The day came for the Bechina for the exam and the boys did really well. Boys, I am so proud of you, said the rabbi, that I would like to give you a piece of advice that will help you for the rest of your lives. Whenever you have a bread meal and need to make the after-blessing known as benching, keep in mind that one of the greatest rabbis we ever had has said that if you bench with devotion and concentration on the meaning of the words, with gratitude to Hashem, you will be guaranteed to have enough food to eat for the rest of your life. The rabbi's words made a strong impression on Shimon. He said to himself, you know, this is something I could probably do. And from that day on, Shimon always said the benching slowly with great devotion and gratitude to Hashem. A number of years later, the storm clouds of Nazism took over Europe. Shimon suddenly found himself without his parents in a notorious concentration camp. His first day there, they lined people up. An SS officer determined who would live and who would die. Thankfully, when it came to Shimon's turn, the SS officer pointed to the right, to life. But what would he do to stay alive? He was too weak to do hard labor. Suddenly, another Jewish inmate came up behind him and whispered, Tell them you're a great cook. I'll help you in the kitchen. It worked, and Shimon found himself in the kitchen, being helped constantly by this friendly man. Working in the kitchen gave Shimon constant access to food, and he ate quite well. Whenever he could, Shimon endeavored to have a bread meal so that he could bench with the devotion that he had been used to. But the SS officer could not stand the fact that a Jewish boy was looking so healthy. Get out of the kitchen, Jew. I want you to take this hammer and dig me a pit in this rocky soil. It had better be two meters deep. You have exactly three hours... If you succeed, you may go back to the kitchen and work. But if you cannot, I will have to find another place for you here. The officer slammed the door and went back into the kitchen, leaving Shimon in the cold. He took a look at the hammer, and then he looked at that rocky soil. It would be impossible even to pry some of those stones loose with the hammer, let alone dig a two-meter pit. He turned to Hashem and said, Hashem, this is impossible. Please help me. Suddenly, a truck pulled up full of Nazi soldiers, jeering at him and yelling, throwing things at him. Shimon covered his face with his hands to avoid the blows. The truck finally drove away. Shimon opened his eyes and he was shocked because what they had thrown at him in their anger was all kinds of vegetables. Shimon turned to Hashem and said, What am I supposed to do now? Just then, a group of Polish prisoners of war walked by looking starved and dejected. They saw the vegetables and stared at them longingly, and they asked Shimon, can we please have some of those? Shimon said, I see you guys have shovels. If you can dig me a two-meter deep pit, now you can have all the vegetables. And they were like, that's all you want for all these vegetables? Of course we'll do it. They dug the pit, took the vegetables, and went away gratefully. 
Exactly three hours had passed. The door of the kitchen opened. The SS man emerged from the kitchen, went over to Shimon and said, Okay, Jew, where is the... He stopped in mid-sentence as he noticed the perfectly formed two-meter pit. He shook his head slowly and said, So it's true what they say about the Jews. Their God always seems to find a way to protect them. Okay, Jew, I'm a man of my word. You may go back into the kitchen. Shimon survived the war by working in that kitchen until liberation. Ultimately, he was freed from the camps, moved to Israel, settled in Yerushalayim. But he never forgot the lesson he learned as a young child from one of the great rabbis of the century about the importance of recognizing the great bounty that Hashem has given us in our lives. He always felt that his adherence to this commandment can very well have been what kept him alive.